A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. They say it takes a village to raise a child. I'm Catherine Ryan, and here we draw on my conversations with experts on Nine to Noon to help you navigate family life. To the bane of many parents' lives, oh, and the kids, let's not forget, headlights. With no regard for personal hygiene or wealth, nits do not discriminate. They make themselves at home and children's hair across the country in schools of all deciles. They spread like wildfire and they'll keep coming back. Our next guest, Julie Chapman, founded charity Kids Can, which runs a health hygiene program in 732 primary schools nationwide. Headlice treatment is top of their list. They've sent out 25,000 bottles of headlice treatment this year and recently ran a knit busters campaign. So can we get rid of them? Is cheap conditioner and a good knit comb the way to go? And what of some of the other problems for primary school children caused by insects? And of course that kids have no choice but to spend a lot of time around a lot of other people each day. We make them go to school. Text us on 2101 or email us your questions. Julie, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Good, thank you. One of the more memorable interviews uh, I think I've ever had was with an Australian who was an expert on the Laos and adored them. He was a scientist because of their ingenious. They are, uh, let's acknowledge them, they are absolutely ingenious and, and have a very good system set up for sharing time with their human host. Tell us what Kids Can is doing to help out schools. Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, it's important to acknowledge that uh, head lice um, certainly aren't uh, choosy about who they um, attach themselves to. Um, we we have a program that runs in decile one to four schools across New Zealand um, to provide product and combs um, for families to treat kids. Um, but there are a problem in every school um, around the country. I think the difference um, in terms of why we need to provide that for families is that some of them are really struggling to pay the expense of um, cost of treatment. So, um, yeah, in many cases we see those lice get so out of control that children end up with infections in their heads and um, even in some cases hospitalisation. So they're they're nasty and if you don't keep on top of them, um, you know, you know they can have consequences um, in the medical sense. So what's Knitbusters, the programme you're running, done? Well, um, we had that program running where we had people going in and checking um, for head lice and uh, actually treating children in schools. Um, it was a, a program that was really successful but would have cost a lot um, to scale up across New Zealand. Um, so what we do now is we actually, um, I guess, try and educate through schools the parents of the children we support. We provide the product. We provide a really, really good comb, which has got a double um, set of teeth um, to really um, you know, capture those um, eggs and the lice and um, we want to make sure that we can get that product to out and the knowledge around how to treat them and why they occur to as many families as possible. So what, uh, what is some of the advice that you're sharing? 
Well, I think um, it definitely um, it's, they're really hard to get rid of. You've got to keep on top of them. You've almost got to check your child's hair every day um, to, to search for those um, kind of elusive, um, and, and the knit is the egg of the, the lice, and then they hatch and they become the, the head lice itself. Um, so unfortunately, the only real way to keep on top of them is to spend time. You can use conditioner in a comb, um, go through your child's hair once a day, perhaps at night before bed, um, checking, especially around the back of the head and the, the ear area, um, and that's the way you'll keep on top of them. But unfortunately, uh, they're not going anywhere soon, that's for sure. What about cutting or tying the hair back? Does it does it help at all? Yeah, if you've got long hair and it's loose, um, certainly there's going to be more opportunity for head lice to attach themselves or or you know get onto the hair. So I I do recommend actually um, tying long hair back. I think also um, what we see is a as a more head lice in uh, younger children at primary school than in older children because younger children tend to be more in each other's physical space um, and older children, you know, they get that sense of personal space. Um, so definitely doing that uh, and, and using products that I, I guess have been proven to work or if you can't afford those, the conditioner is a really good option because it stuns them. This, that's the thing. The conditioner won't kill them but it will stun them and give you the chance to, to, to comb them out, right? And what sort of time have you got? Oh, it slows them down. So I mean, you put a you put a whole lot of conditioner and then you you slow them down. Um, you're able. It kind of stuns them. So so basically, you're able to comb them out. Um, but the other product that um, probably is the I guess most well recognised product is is anything that's got an ingredient called dimethicone in it. Now dimethicone is like a silicon, and once uh, that actually gets onto the lice, it dehydrates them um, almost kind of makes them explode but not in a you know kind of massive way um, so you won't have heads popping all around um, the place Actually, some kids would probably be into that they? they probably would yeah they probably would but but that that stuff actually does work yeah. really really well it can even just remembering Professor Rick Spear our earlier interview um, it can even actually sometimes um, uh, kill the next generation as well actually of lice I mean <laughs> It, it can, it can. Kill the embryos as well. Yeah, it yeah. can. And I think, you know, because, I mean, I remember my mum telling me when she was growing up, her mother put kerosene on her head mm. and all sorts of things. Now, that's um, that's a big no-no. I wouldn't recommend that. You know, you're likely to burn your child's head. Equally with um, tea tree oil and those sorts of things, you've got to be really careful because the irritation that can be caused is, is, is as significant. There's the, the problem, yeah. So what's got dimethicone in it? What are these products? Um, I think there's a range of them that you can get from the chemist and you're looking for something that's got um, about 4% plus dimethicone. Um, we've actually just adapted, um, sorry, developed a product ourselves at Kids Can because we recognise that um, the cost of treatment is huge. So it's not publicly available yet, but hopefully um, next year it will. And that's got a really high concentration of dimethicone um, around the, the 6% mark so yeah and, and it will be cost effective. What about the kind of comb you're using? Oh, so you, you do need um, a good quality comb um, 
we recommend one that's got a double set of teeth in it um, so that it gets those tiny, tiny eggs that you, you really want to get out of, of your child's hair. Um, they can be quite expensive though. Um, those combs uh, can retail anywhere from sort of 15 to $20. Um, so I guess you've got to kind of start with what you what you can. Um, but however, in saying that, if you invest in a good comb or the double set of teeth, a metal comb up front, it's going to last you a long time as opposed to just buying a, a plastic comb. We've also had a text come in, are you aware of this uh, a text suggesting that there is a publicly funded treatment available via GP prescription uh, if you qualify? Yes there is um, that's available through your doctor um, to children under 13 years old so you can go there um, if you've got a problem with head lice and your doctor it's funded through Pharmac so your doctor will be able to give you a prescription for that and um, you can go to the chemist and that product does have um, the 4% dimethicone in it also. Hair straighteners some people are recommending do they do they deal to them? Um, I think they would probably personally I haven't haven't had experience with that but I guess they would um, heat up the lice and, and certainly kill them. Um, I don't know whether that's going to... Be great for the hair necessarily yeah. long well, term. I, yeah, yeah I think you could use it as part of your um, toolkit if you like or your um, plan of attack for them but certainly I, I think you also need to be checking daily and, and going through your kids hair and, and getting a good comb. Uh, the, it's also, I think this dates back to the earlier interview, there was a question about hair colouring, but from memory all that does is, uh, is, dis- is, is disguise the lice, or the louse rather, rather than, uh, than, than kill them. Have you heard anything along those lines? Yeah, they, they don't, um, they don't, they don't um, have a preference for clean hair, dirty hair, coloured hair, non-coloured hair. Um, the, you know, their, their mission in life is to get um, to your scalp so they can um, stay there in a nice warm environment and, and multiply. Um, so unfortunately, that's a bit of a myth. Um, however, if they, um, you know, do actually um, leave your scalp and, and uh, for some unknown reason, get onto your bed clothing, they can actually survive for about twenty four hours. So um, it's it's rare for head lice to kind of um, fall off, um, but they can survive for twenty four hours. What of follow up treatments? How long do you have to for each episode? How long do you have to keep at it? Um, I think um, I'm sure many people are out there saying you've got to keep on at it all the time. Um, but you you follow the instructions on the product that you've got. Um, but generally you're you're doing a treatment and then you're following up um, within a week. And and sometimes I mean we know through the program that we ran in schools, it would take sometimes up to four weeks to actually um, ensure that a child was was lice free. But these are, you know, we're talking about really um, severe infestations, uh, which are awful to see. What are some uh, of the other hygiene programs that are part of Kids Can? Yeah, well, um, when we first started, we we knew that there was a huge need for food and clothing and shoes. Um, but as time went on and material hardship got got worse um, for families, the the health and hygiene um, items started becoming a more requested um, program. So we started um, providing uh, head lice treatment. That was kind of our first um, cab off the rank. Um, we also supri- supply um, tissues, plasters, hand sanitizers in school. And and more recently in the last four years, uh, feminine hygiene products. And the, and the demand in particular for that is so significant that we've added, 
added that into our child sponsorship program that we run so that young girls um, can get access to those products. Is that not only about price, and there's been much discussion about that, but also availability in schools? Because, of course, we know that puberty is, is coming earlier and earlier um, to, uh, to, to a generation. And uh, are you finding many schools are actually geared up to, uh, to, to be ready to assist? Um, I think it's really interesting. We, we've got um, 54 of the primary schools we support are ordering uh, product from us. And, you know, that's children who are up to age 10. So um, so uh, girls are reaching puberty sooner. Um, I think primary schools, you know, teachers are certainly aware of it. Um, where the issue comes in for the decile one to four schools that we support is they have families that you know, they're struggling to put food on the table, to make ends meet um, and, and pay their rent. And some of those items, like feminine hygiene items, which, of course, most of us would take for granted, just simply don't factor into the budget. And so um, we're seeing girls not come to school, uh, you know, use toilet paper, stuff socks, all of these things, which are just awful, you know. And I know in the back in the old days, um, you know, women used all sorts of things and methods to be able to to manage um, uh, their periods, but but now, you know, everyone should have access to the type of product that they want. And also, it's about it not being a big fuss, a big drama. I mean, it is anyway, isn't it? But not a bigger fuss or drama that it needs to be, um, especially now, as we said, that, that, that it's often younger and younger that, that girls are experiencing this. Yeah, and we don't want them to feel stigmatised. And, and I think, you know, certainly through our programme, you know, this year alone, uh, we will have provided um, about 20,000 packets by the end of the year. And, um, you know, our goal is to make sure that, that girls, A, can get to school in a position to learn. They don't have to take that week off every month. Um, but also that they don't feel that shame because this is a natural thing that happens, you know, to, to women. And um, imagine being in the position where you just didn't have access to the right products. I, I can't even imagine what that would be like. We've just had some emails come in on the nits, and of course there's always, everyone's got their own particular uh, approach that they believe works or has worked for them. Did we mention tea, tea, tea tree oil? I know it's often discussed, this emailer says, before there's an outbreak, get a few drops of tea tree oil rubbed in hands and rubbed through the hair to keep them at bay. Yeah, I think you can do that. I think um, the thing to just to be really careful of is that, um, in, you know, in a concentrated form like that, it can cause irritations. So it's important that you, you kind of test that a little bit before you um, kind of go dousing the whole head in, in tea tree oil because it can burn. Yeah. The other thing, I know you mentioned, um, I, I think from our expert earlier, they, they had done this with Rick Spear a few years back now. I really recommend that interview, by the way, mainly because he was so entertaining and so admiring of the genius of the Laos. He, he sort of destigmatized the Laos for us all. Uh, but, but he was saying the washing of um, sheets and pillows was probably unnecessary. I think they had done some research and never found a nit surviving on it. Um, but up to you whether you think that's a, something wise to do at the same time. But what about others in the family? I mean, what are, what are, the, what are the sort of what's, what's over the top and what's practical um, in, in, within the household? 
Yeah, well, I think um, you know, if one if one child gets it, um, it's likely that the others will too, and also um, you know, the parents. You've got you've got to check everybody. You've got to treat everybody um, if they have them, because you know it's a never-ending cycle, and um, if you don't get on top of it, then um, it's just going to continue. And of course, if your child goes back to school and there's one um, family that hasn't treated their child, uh, then it starts all over again. So, unfortunately. Fortunately, in that regard, there's not any good news and, and head lice are going to be around um, for a very long time. But it is really about the vigilance and, and keeping on top of them for sure. Uh, what about, oh, here we go, just found it. Another feedback, the electric battery operated comb that zapped and killed the lice in my children. We tried endless chemical formulations. The zapper was satisfying as we physically killed them. And the only thing that worked in chemical free, I'm slightly wary about um, about recommending electric devices, but are you familiar with those? Do they work? Um, I haven't actually personally had any experience with those. I think um, the, the satisfaction probably comes from the sound of them <laughs> popping and exploding. Um, so kids might actually like that. But again, I would, um, I, I'm not sure I could personally recommend that. But I, I think parents are just looking for whatever works, aren't whatever they? Whatever works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, some of the, when we put this program into schools, one of the reasons we did it is because little girls were getting their heads shaved. And that is un- that is not cool. It's um, embarrassing for them. They don't want to come to school, and it's just not something that should be happening. Thank you, Julie. Julie Chapman. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.